You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Episode 7 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me as always is Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. Hi. Okay, so we've got a jam-filled episode today, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to be talking about back-to-school apps and products to use, uh, you know, to help you get organized and settled for school. Now, today is August 18th, and in the United States, a lot of the schools have already gone back. A lot of the southern schools, have they started school by you, Suze? Well, you know, it's something because I, all my kids are out of school. I don't pay attention much anymore. But I think, I think in the next week they start. So, How about you, Vicki? In California, doesn't school start early? Uh, there depends on the school. Some kids are year-round. It's all confusing. But, yeah, some have already started back. Yeah, I know in the South, I believe they started about a week ago. And a lot of the colleges start a week from this coming Monday. So we thought this was a timely subject to talk about different things that would be good to help your kids or you for back to school. So the first thing that I wanted to mention is called the Fujitsu ScanSnap S1100 Scanner. It's $199, which may sound like a lot of money when you think about a lot of the printers have scanner capabilities. However, Based on the scanners that we have, uh, we have two different HP printers that print, scan, copy, and fax. The scanners never worked. They were always a hassle setting up. My printers are wireless, and they will. the scanner parts will not work wireless. You have to stop, take it out, hook it to your computer. It was just really hard. With this scan snap, and uh, full disclosure, I did... S- review this for my Mac, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. This is a very small scanner, and it fits in your backpack really easily. It comes with software that you can decide if you wanted to, put in it right now, um, you can set it to scan to your iPhoto, to a folder, to a document, to um, an email. If you want to scan it directly to an email, it will scan up to Google Docs or Evernote. It's when you're in school, especially when you're in college, you get a lot of handouts. And sometimes it's hard to keep track of all those pieces of paper that you're getting. So this is something great that you can just scan right into your computer. It's searchable and it works really, really well. I use it constantly for anything that needs scanning. This is what I use. It's, it's, I find it worth very well, very much worth $199. I think if you something, and it's something that you can use when you get out of school too. It's not like it's just something for school and then you say, okay, I just spent $199. What do I do with it now? It works great and I'm really, really happy with it. So again, Fujitsu ScanSnap S1100 Scanner. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I use it constantly. Pictures, documents, just constantly. Vicki, what do you suggest? Okay, I wanted to start out with um, some of the back-to-school campaigns that, uh, that Apple and Dell have. 
And um, Apple's back to school campaign is uh, if you buy a Mac before September 21st, you'll get $100 back as a gift card. And you can use it to buy apps, books, music, movies, all kinds of things. Um, or if you buy an iPad, a new iPad, you'll get a $50 gift certificate. That's pretty cool. Um, especially, um, I would suggest you did that. They buy an Apple and iPad. They're really good products to have. And the gift card would definitely help with the apps that you need, that we're going to talk about, um, that they need to load up on their iPhone and iPad. And also, Dell has a campaign. If you buy a Windows desktop or a laptop computer from Dell, you won't get any a gift card, but you will get an Xbox 360 video system. So... Um, those are the two campaigns for the two big major, well, I don't know if you can call Apple a major computer. I, I think major, you can consider Apple a major computer company now. I think they're oh, more, gosh, yes. they're more just oh, like yes. electronics now. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying that it's, it's more just electronics in general. It's not really even called Apple computer anymore. So. Well, also with the Apple, if people buy a... Uh, an Apple product, they go through the education department yes. um, section on the on the website, or if they just show proof when they go to the Apple store, you get $100 off. That's how we've always gotten our computers, is someone's yeah. always been in school. Now that my son is a teacher, he will always get that discount. So yes. you get $100 off on top of that $100 that you were mentioning uh, for the, the iTunes gift card. card. The gift, not the iTunes, but the app card. Yeah, that's another thing is that um, if you have, they're very generous in terms of determining if you're in education. Like I have my alumni um, email address. I'm in school now, but I had, I used my alumni email address. And the guy said, because he has to .edu at the end. And they go, well, you, are you in school? I said, not really. He said, are you in school? And asked me that again. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, sure. He said, well, you get $100 off. <laughs> he just gave it to me. <laughs> So they set, they set everything up using my, um, this is the first MacBook Pro I bought. And I, I don't remember if it was, a, it was, I think it was maybe a couple hundred dollars. I don't remember, but um, it was a long time ago. And I got, I thought it was pretty cool to get the big discount. Oh yeah. Every little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Every little I, bit I, I bought a printer as a matter of fact, with mm-hmm. the $200 savings I had. So. Oh yeah. Every little bit helps, especially when you're outfitting your kids to go to college. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Yeah. So, Suze, what are your recommendations? Well, Elise, it's really interesting that you mentioned about a scanner because you're absolutely right. When you're in college or you're in high school or, you know, you end up getting a lot of papers or, you know, you have something that you just quickly want to scan in. I reviewed this app for Pocket Size Podcast a while back. It's called Scanner Pro. It's by Riaddle. It's a little cheaper than a a $200 scanner. It's $6.99. It's a universal app. What I, I, what I like about this particular um, app is that you can either take a photo of something and you can scan it in like that or, you know, using your iPad camera, you just scan the document. You can ha- it automatically will upload if you have an Evernote or Dropbox account. You can have the document uploaded right to your Dropbox or Evernote, which Dropbox is really nice because if you have a public folder and you need to get that scan or document to someone else, 
you know, you can basically put it in that public folder. You can also email it afterwards. You can save it to your camera roll. You can print it. Or they have a fax option as well. It does, that has a nominal fee if you need to fax it, which I, we, the way I used it was that we had to fax a document um, for Tucson and we were here and we didn't have our fax set up. So I used Scanner Pro to do it. So I, I really like this app. It has a password lock. You can also upload to iCloud. So, or if you have, um, you can sync it with iCloud, I should say rather. Uh, if you do something on your iPhone, if you scan it in and then you need it on your iPad. When after you scan it, you can rotate it. It allows you to rotate the document, and you can also do grayscale, which I like. It's a it's a very very simple app to use. Um, you know, so far I've been very happy with it, and I think if somebody you know doesn't have the funds to you know get like you said a nice little portable scanner, this might be another option for them if they have an iPad or the iPhone is to use Scanner Pro for some of their school documents. So that is an excellent idea because what we do sometimes is we'll do brainstorming for our projects at school or the teacher puts something on a board and we all come up with our, our iPhones and take pictures of it. If that app, that is perfect. If you just put it in a Dropbox, you don't have to manually do the things you need that you do afterwards to uh, organize no. it and have and access to so- it. Really nice, Vicki. You know, if you're doing text, I'm not just thinking about, you know, I'm thinking about like text documents because, you know, sometimes when you scan something in, like when you're faxing, you know, if you're on the recipient side of the fax, sometimes it doesn't come out that well, you know. Um, this one does a really nice job. I've been really pleased with it. I think they've, I think Riattle, this is probably one of their better apps. I really um, think they, they scored a home run with this one to use some baseball terminology, since the Red Sox aren't doing that well. We won't go there. Yeah, we're not even going to go there today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Riaddle, I believe this is a Riaddle app. This one works in conjunction with the ScanSnap scanner and also the app that you just described, Suze. It's called PDF Expert. It is iPad only, it's $9.99, and it requires iOS 4.3 or greater. And what it is, is a way to keep all your PDFs together, but you can also do a ton of stuff on it. Um, As I've mentioned before, I'm a knitter, and one of the knitting podcasts that I watch, the hostess is always talking about PDF Expert, how she gets all her PDF uh, patterns puts them in the reader and she has access to them and what you can do is I'm just opening one right now is you can write all over it you can you know cross out the rows you can draw arrows you can annotate you can email it to people you can move things around it's got a really really big um, user guide which me being me I never read the directions but <laughs> One day I will, because um, just to show you everything it can do, you can sign documents, you can scan, you can um, sign your name, and it will hold it in there. So if you ever need to add your signature to a document, you can do that right within the app. You can, let me see, I'm just hitting a couple buttons here. You can bookmark things, you can annotate, you can crop, send by email, save a copy, you can open it in a different uh, application if you'd like. You can... Let's see, what is this one? 
plus sign. You add new bookmark there. There's all different kinds of pens and just it just does a ton of things, which is great for when you're entering all those PDFs into your computer, into your iPad. You can um, very easily read and take your notes, highlight, put little notes next to it, annotate. I mean, it does just a ton of stuff. So it works hand in hand with, uh, like I said, the scanner and the, you know, any other kind of uh, PDF that you get into your computer. Uh, I'm sorry, into, you know, into your computer and then onto your iPad. So it's called PDF Expert. It's $9.99. Hmm. So like I said, I'm still trying, still, still learning how to use it, but I've, I've been using it for a pattern uh, that I've been knitting. And as I go along, I can just cross off the lines that I've done. See, that's great. I love when you can annotate things. You yeah. know, I, I really do. And what's nice also is when I'm all done with this particular pattern, there's a little eraser. And I can mm-hmm. erase all the notes that I took. You know, I can keep the notes that are important, like if I did an alteration of some kind or something that I would want to keep for the future. But just something like, okay, I did row one, I did row two, I did row three, the counts. That I can just take the little eraser, erase it, and start from scratch. And that way I'm saving paper, I'm saving ink, and... It's right there when I need it. But that's so, great. It's great for school, too. Yeah. You know, because everything's in a PDF, you know. Exactly. Or, so for the people that are in school, accent, very easy to highlight something, very easy to um, take sections that you might need and to put it in an email document if you need to email it to somebody. So it makes it, it, makes it super simple. And, you know, it's under $10. So it, the, the price is reasonable. So PDF expert. Vicki. Okay. Um... Uh, let me segue from the PDF expert because this product also uh, allows PDF um, annotations. Um, it is called Notability. Notability. Um, it's a 99 cent iPad only app and it requires iOS 4.0 or later. Um, I, uh, in a previous um, episode of Geek Ladies, I mentioned that I was using Note. Um, I got Paranote at the same time I got Notability, and I stopped using Notability because I just found I don't like to use my iPad. The screen is too small for what I need to do when I'm in class. Um, but uh, for those pure lecture classes where you're just sitting there and you're listening to the instructor, there's no not a lot of slides or things that you need to look at, Notability is absolutely perfect because it does allow you to do the PDF annotations that you said. But the main thing is the handwriting capabilities. Sometimes you, the teacher's writing things on a board and you can't quickly type it. It may be a chart. It may be just some diagrams you're doing. And you can easily draw these things using your finger um, on the iPad. I found that it would be very, very helpful in a couple of my classes where we were just discussing flowcharts and stuff. And you can't quickly uh, type a flowchart. Uh, in your notes, but you could quickly just draw the little arrows and have a general idea of what uh, the instructor is is um, depicting on the board. Um, it is a really, really good product. In 99 cents, you can't beat it. Uh, some of the other features in it is that um, other than the full feature handwriting and the PDF annotation, it does have advanced word processing capabilities. Unlike Paranote, which in actuality... Uh, it doesn't have any advanced features. You have to do a lot of things manually. And 
even changing the font on Pear Note is really sort of difficult. And Pear Note only uses PDFs. You can't really import documents and stuff into it. Uh, it does allow um, audio recordings that's linked to your handwriting or uh, any other um, document you're looking at at the time. It allows you to auto-sync with the cloud and it has media insertions so you can put in videos. And you can actually organize your lecture notes or your uh, or whatever you're um, recording into different um, binders. For instance, you could, I mean, sorry, folders. So you can have a folder for your accounting class and put all of the lecturers in, in that um, library. But it's 99 cents and it's an iPad only application. That's a lot of functionality for 99 cents. Yes, yes, it is definitely. And I found that uh, quite a number of people in my class have iPads and use it for their lectures. I just don't see how they do it. Um, I we, we look at a lot of slides, pulling up a lot of documents, and it's not enough uh, architecture there for you to do all of that. You have to keep switching back and forth. And I found that I lose concentration on, on the lecture itself. But if it's just a pure lecture class and you're probably, um, because it's being recorded and you don't really need um, the slides, um, it's probably a good product to have. I, I would use it more often if, if my classes are more geared to that. All right. Well, I am going to, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I absolutely love. If you're in school, then I'm a stylus aficionado. I don't. I love styli, and I, I, I just. I'm addicted to getting them. I just. I, I just love them. My now, my favorite one has been the bamboo um, stylus by Wacom. However, there's a company that started out as a Kickstarter project. I'm sure a lot of people know about Kickstarter. It's basically when you put a project on this website and you ask for money in order to see it to fruition. Adonit came out with a stylus called Jot. I bought a red one because it was unlike any other stylus I've ever seen. It's aluminum. It has a screw cap, but the the tip of it is basically a metal ball that has a plastic disc. Now, you can buy, if you go to the Adonit, uh, I think it's adonit.net website, you can buy replacement caps, replacement tips. That's not a problem. So, But it does not scratch your iPad, but it gives you that fine line. It's perfect for taking notes. And to me, one of the best things about the iPad is, I know Steve Jobs made it very clear that, you know, the iPad, you weren't supposed to use a stylus with the iPad, but I to, to get a fine line, especially when you're taking notes and you're used to writing on a notepad, um, the Adonit Jot is great. There's different ones. They, the first one they came out was the classic. That's the one I have. They also have a pro version that has um, a little pad, you know, for your... Uh, uh, you know, your fingers in the middle of the barrel. But that one, it was like uh, $19.99. And I bought it right after it came out on the Kickstarter. I've been very, very happy with it. And I have not had to use a replacement disc, but it's great for taking notes. They also have what's uh, a Bluetooth keyboard on that website called Writer Plus. And that's another thing that if students, especially because iPads are so prevalent now and schools are basically give I know in Maine, um, they have an I, they've given uh, several iPads to like uh, middle school kids to use for a while. And, you know, the thing is, is sometimes people 
you know, kids don't necessarily like the touch screen to type. So if you have $100 and you want to find a Bluetooth keyboard, then Adonit has the Writer Plus. They have a video that you can check it out, you know, see if that's something that you like. It looks like it's great because it's magnetic. You can remove the keyboard. Um, You can detach that. You can also detach your iPad from it, but you can put your iPad in landscape mode, which to me, that's very important. I've noticed some of the Bluetooth keyboards have your iPad in portrait mode, and that's just, to me, it's not intuitive. You're wasting a lot of screen real estate. That being said, I use the Dexim iBlue K uh, keyboard um, and portfolio, and I, that's about $100 as well, and I absolutely love it. So if parents are out there... They wonder, you know, if they want to get a Bluetooth keyboard for their child or if you're in college and you need something to protect your iPad and you want to have keys, I really can recommend the Dexim iBlue K. I use that every day. I absolutely love it for typing. And they were really responsive because the old version had keys that snapped off and I notified them and they basically... Um, sent a new one and the keys they're not going to snap off these are much uh, they've redesigned the whole thing and what I like about it is you can remove the keyboard because it's magnetic and you can use it as a folio so those are the three things that I would recommend is the jot stylus for taking notes and for writing and for drawing Um, the Writer Plus wireless keyboard, Bluetooth, and also the Dexam iBlueK keyboard. And those were about 100 bucks. So that's me. Okay. Well, this next one that I'm recommending is totally free. It's called Plain Text. It's a free universal app for iPhone and iPad and requires iOS 4 or greater. And this might be something, Vicki, that you should be looking into for school. I use this to take notes for doing reviews on MyMac.com. While I'm reviewing, say a, um, say, a software application on my computer, I have my iPad next to me and I can take notes. And what plain text is, is it's just basically um, for any kind of writing, note-taking, you can create folders, you can put folders within folders you can search within. And the thing that's really nice about this is that it syncs to Dropbox. And it dro- if you choose to, you don't have to turn that functionality on. But you can sync this to Dropbox so that it will be on all your devices. Your notes are on all your devices. And when I say it syncs, it is instantaneously to where if I were to type right now, the, just the word the, Immediately on my computer, I see a little notification that says, updated to Dropbox. I mean, it is instantaneous. Uh, there, It's not fancy. You're not going to get, you cannot choose what font. You cannot, um, it's all plain text. There's no rich text formatting. There's no um, bulleting or anything fancy. But for strictly taking notes or just jotting something down real quick, this is perfect. I have probably, I don't know, maybe 30 different documents here of notes I've taken to put together for my Mac stories. And it's perfect because while I'm writing on my computer, I can just look over on my iPad and see all the notes that I've taken. And it's, it works perfectly. You can, you know, use it like with uh, Suze said, with either a stylus or a Bluetooth keyboard. 
uh, or you can just use the built-in keyboard on the iPad. It's free. You can pay $1.99 to get rid of the ads, but the ads are, I don't even see them most of the time. Um, but I really should pay the $1.99 because I use it constantly. If you don't want to see the um, list of folders on the side, they do have a button that you can hit that makes everything full screen. Hmm. And I really, it's, like I said, I use it. I really, to be honest, I have it on my iPhone. I don't use it on my iPhone. I use it on my iPad. And totally free, worth worth a download. So it's called Plain Text. Oh, and it's free. And it's free. You know, I've used plain text actually, Elisa. I like that because when I'm doing like on a, you know, when I'm on a plane or something, and I'm doing reviews for my Mac, written reviews or or something, that is a really great app. And you can just email it to you if you you know to yourself when you get home and you need to do more work or mm-hmm. some cleanup um, on the computer. It is. It's a great. It's it's a, it's not fancy. It's a one trick pony, but it does it really right. well. And it does connect. One thing I forgot to mention is it is compatible with. Um, text expander and a lot uh-huh. of people like to use so if you have text expander on your ipad you can sync it so that when you use whatever um abbreviations you use on text expander will work with plain text okay. so you've got the text text expander functionality along with it and the dropbox so that's nice so i have in my fold i have a folder on my dropbox that's just called plain text so i've got copies of my notes both on my computer and on my ipad so that works out well. Great. Vicki, anything else you'd like to share? Um, I, in passing, I, I just want to make sure that everybody that's listening, and probably, hopefully you're, you want to um, make sure you're, you're a student or you, if you are the student, um, has access to these products, please, please, please get Dropbox. Dropbox is very, very important. I, I'm surprised at, at how many people that don't know about it. Um, and I just want to mention it that it's a file hosting service and the company is called Dropbox. It allows cloud storage and file synchronization and um, it has the client apps on your computer, your iOS devices, Android, everybody, all the applications and anything electronic that you have, uh, PCs, um, um, has a client for Dropbox. Um, and maybe I don't... I, let me find out. I had it somewhere what, what the, um, you know, the storage that they, they give you for free. I think it's like two gigabytes. I think it's two gigs. Two gigabytes, yeah, for free. And he, and every time you recommend somebody, you get a gig. So I've recommended every member of my family, and I have five brothers and sisters. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you got to have that for, for back to school. And then I want to quickly mention the Amazon Student app. That is... Um, an app that allows you to have access to, um, you can use your Amazon card. It's, it's actually the app that allows you to have access to Amazon.com. And it's a student. I order most of my books to Amazon. Um, I found that they are, they go out and they search and they find people who are, are going to sell the books to you. You can borrow books. You can do all kinds of things to the Amazon app, um, um, com website. And the Amazon app uh, is great. It's, for the iPhone and uh, uh, iPod Touch only, obviously, uh, on a computer, you have access to the browser, so there really wouldn't be a need for an app for it. Um, and, of course, it's free. And uh, if you use the app, you get two-day shipping for free. 
for six months. So that is if you join Amazon Student, I'm sorry. Um, you get uh, free two-day shipping uh, for six months. That alone is worth it. Yeah, yeah it's, like really. the, it's like the Amazon Prime shipping mm-hmm. benefits that you get. Right. So that's included in the app, Amazon Student app. So. And it's free, so why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. One yeah. thing I wanted to add, Vicki, to your Dropbox comment, which I totally agree with you. I love Dropbox. But for the listeners who may not be aware of this, many people, myself included, have had problems dragging books or documents into the iPad using the, using iTunes. Sometimes I've emailed to myself. But one thing you can do is if you put that document in your, in your Dropbox and you have Dropbox on your iPad and you open it through Dropbox on the iPad, it will give you an option to open in. So if it's a book and you wanted to open it in iBooks, or if it was a PDF and you wanted to open it in one of your PDF applications, whether it was PDF Expert or a different one, that is a really quick way of getting, getting documents or books or whatever from your computer to your iPad without using iTunes. And it, not only is it easier, it's quicker. So there's another use for Dropbox that you might not be aware of. It's ubiquitous. Mm. well for me i because i just talked about a wireless uh keyboard for the ipad and also the jot stylus you know i think when you're when you have an ipad in school you need to have a really good note-taking app one of the very first apps that i purchased for my ipad was penultimate it's really gotten great reviews in the app store it's 99 cents um what I like about this app is several different things. Number one, it does have Dropbox and Evernote capabilities, which is really nice. But it also, if you're a left-handed person or a right-handed person, you can select your wrist position. And it also has the wrist protection. So you're not, you know, messing up some of your drawings or your notes, you know, it has that little wrist protection, which I particularly like. It also has different papers, you know, and I really like that. So you have a selection. It it gives you quite a few free papers, but it does have a store if you wanted more, but it has graph paper, line paper, plain paper. Um, I like the daily planner, and I think that was an an in-app purchase I I bought. Um, If you buy any of their papers... Like, for instance, they have photo pages. They're about 99 cents. The music, you can actually, they have music. So if you want to notate music, if you're a musician, um, they have that. They have designing type papers. So they have a lot of different options in Penultimate. But that's not only the reason I like it. With that particular stylus, the Jot stylus, and it does work with Tip Stylus, say, for the Pogo stylus. It works well with that. Very responsive, which I think is important. But it's, it's not, it doesn't have a lot of frills. So basically, you have a pen. You have different colors. I think you have 10 different colors, so you can select different colors. You can also select three different line widths. So I think that's really important when you're taking notes as well. And it's nice, you know, if something's important, if you want to write it, you know, in red, you can. Now, this doesn't type your notes. It's all about writing. So I think, you know, with kids, because they text a lot, they're probably more comfortable with maybe maybe, um, 
typing, but maybe not. Because I find that once you use a stylus with this and you're taking notes, I use it all the time. I really like it. It also has an eraser, so you can erase your notes. It has an undo and a redo button, which I like. And then your notebooks... um, you can have a bunch of different notebooks, and you can send them to yourself. You can send them by email. Um, you can upload them to iTunes or, like I said, Dropbox or Evernote. So for $0.99, cents, I think it has a lot of functionality uh, if you want to um, take notes on your iPad. I think it would be great for school, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a lot of different options with it. Why would uh, Suze want an app that you can use a stylus with? I just couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> Pardon me? I said, why would Suze want an app in which you can use a stylus with? You know? <laughs> I, I, lo- I know. You know, because, you know, I mean, I can, I've typed notes. You know, when I've been at yeah. some lectures, you know, I, I've gone to a couple of photo lectures or art lectures. And I've had my iPad with me. And uh, actually, and also I used to do that with um, the Mac Users Group in Tucson. Uh, big, a big shout out to everybody at T-Mug. But um, I found that, you know, my, my fingers don't type as fast as I can write. So for me, it's, you know, I'm a prolific note taker. I, take, I, put, I have to write notes for everything. No, it's just so probably now because I don't, so I won't forget. But even in school, I was just, I, I take notes on everything. And I found that Penultimate is just a fabulous app. And sometimes, you know, if you're just sitting, listening to somebody that's not quite interesting, you can sit and doodle. So you can do artwork as well. <laughs> so it's a win-win situation for a buck. I think also, it's a, also I think it's a great write, app. We actually write notes. It can help you remember. Absolutely. Um, oh, absolutely. Typing is not the same thing. No, it's not, um, Vicky. Yeah, and I, yeah. you know, and you know, I'm a visual learner. I I always have been. I'm not necessarily an um, auditory learner. So for me, you're absolutely right to write that because whenever I used to take a test, I could shut my eyes and I'd go back through my notes and I'd say, oh yes, it's on that particular page and I could remember it. So I, I definitely agree. I, I think writing it really kind of solidifies the knowledge in your brain. Yeah, it does. And I, I don't even I, have to look at the notes again once I've written them. No. Yeah, it's, like, it's like for short-term memory, it's perfect. Um, yeah, uh, I remember it long enough to take the test at least. So. Yeah, and you know, it's just uh, it, it's only an iPad app. I should mention that it's an iPad only app. But I think if you're going to get one note taking app for your iPad, especially um, you know, parents are thinking about note taking apps. This is a fabulous one to to have, and it is made by Evernote. So, so I'm going to try this for my next quarter. I'm going to buy Penultimate. I'm going to buy that, that stylus you, you said you, you recommended. And I'm going to buy that keyboard. And it better work for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding, but this is my last quarter coming up. I'm going to try it. I'm going to leave my MacBook Pro, my, my MacBook Air at home, and I'm going to take my iPad. <laughs> but you know, sometimes, like in chemistry, like it's really interesting. Yeah. Because if you look up penultimate and you go on the images, the first one they have is like benzene, which makes yeah, me laugh as my chemistry. But anyway, um, you know, the thing is, it's it's great when you can sit in and draw, you know, and and be able. That's another thing, and you're also able to integrate photographs with this app too. So if somebody, if a teacher has like a uh, a particular assignment or they have something laid out and you need to take a picture of that, you can add that to your note. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. I wish I had had this when I was in high school. I mean, really, gosh, the, 
people are so lucky nowadays. I want to go back to school. But I, no. And how would you draw that chemical structure of a type, with typing them? You would have to actually uh, need a pen and paper to do that. If you didn't happen. Yeah. Really responsive. But I Evernote really has done, I think they've done a good job. I love Evernote. I use that all the time. I love Sketch because, you know, that's another thing that you can and you can write on top of a, a photograph or a web page that you've um, taken a photo of. I think they've done a great job with, with their apps. And this is a really solid, and it doesn't crash. I think that's really important to let everybody know this is a solid, stable app. So that's it for me. All right, so for my final um, choice, I want to preface it by saying uh, there was a blurb in the September 2012 issue of Macworld, which I have linked in the show notes, but it talks about how you can gift an iOS app, but not an app from the Mac App Store. So it goes through a little bit of if you decide that you wanted to gift somebody a Mac app, how you would go about doing so. But you can always gift someone an iOS app. So that being said, my final choice for students would be Bento 4. It's $49.99 in the Mac App Store, or you can purchase it directly from the FileMaker website. That's for the Mac, and it requires Mac OS 10, 10.6 or higher. There's also a version for the iPhone for $4.99 and a version for the iPad for $9.99, and both of those require iOS 5.0 or higher. Now, you're probably thinking, what do I want a database program for for school? There's a lot of things that you can do that, to be honest, I never really thought about until I went through and the FileMaker website and looked at the options. One of the things that Bento has is when you're creating a template, you can go to the create a new library from a template exchange. And when you click on that, it brings you to the FileMaker website, and it gives you a lot of templates that other users have made that you can download at no charge and then you can just customize to your own personal needs. But some of the things you can do is there's a template for the college application process. So it will help you keep organized the colleges that you're looking at, if you've sent in your fee, if you've sent in your essay, if you've gotten your transcript from the guidance office, the phone number, the address, a little map of where the college is located. So that will keep you organized, and then you can sync it to your iPhone and your iPad so it's always at your fingertips of where you are in the process of applying at different colleges. You can put your your schedule down, and so you can, um, let me see, I'm just looking right now, different readings that you have, um, lesson plans if you're, doing a st- if you're a student teacher, uh, psychology research is one of the templates if you're doing a paper, um, let's see what else they've got here. Like I said, you could, if you're doing a research paper of any kind, you can keep all your notes organized, the URLs that you've used, uh, PDFs that you've downloaded. Let's see, what is this one? There's I've just, heard good things about Bento. Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah, I use it for uh, keeping track. This has nothing to do with education, but like when we buy appliances. Uh-huh. So I've got our, all our appliances, where I bought it, what I paid for the particular appliance, uh, the serial number, the 800 number if I need to call customer service. Um, you know, just different things like that. So if something breaks and I have to call customer service, I can just say, okay, here's my serial number. I bought it at, you know, this store on such and such a date. So I've got all that, that amongst other things that I keep. Um, lesson plans is on here. 
this has university class schedules so you can keep yourself organized of what assignments are coming up. So there's just like a whole bunch of different ways that you can use this. And the nice thing is, like PDF Expert or the scanners, or basically everything we've talked about today, it's not just for school and then you have to delete it. You can continue mm-hmm. using this throughout keeping your home inventory. When you get married, you can keep track of um, the wedding plans. If you're buying a house, keeping track of all the what's involved in buying a house and selling your old one if there is such a thing. So there, it, it's got multiple uses. So, yes, it is a little bit on the high side as far as applications might go. But, again, it's something you can use through school and beyond. And also, even while you're in school, for personal issues. If you've got, uh, I don't know, a CD collection or a book collection or something that you want to keep organized, movie collection, you can just do it all in bento. It's totally customizable. You can create your, your, um, your database different colors, different backgrounds, different fonts. You can make the, um, the different boxes as big as you want, as small as you want. You can put media in. It, it, there's, it's just really, it's endless possibilities. So again, Bento is $49.99 for the Mac, $4.99 for the iPhone, $9.99 for the iPad, and they all sync with each other. And that is my final choice. Vicki, do you have anything else? Yeah, my final choice is Stanza by LexCycle. Um, it's an app that's designed for the iPhone and iPad. Um, it's compatible with iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad, and requires iOS 3.0 or later. And what's great about this product is that for the students who's trying to save money, you want books. Um, you have Amazon, of course. You have the iBook store. Stanza goes out and it searches other sources besides those two. Also Barnes & Noble too. Um, other sources. And you can get contemporary books, you know, the latest bestseller or other textbooks uh, or any other uh, books uh, from like the, um, Project Gutenberg, those free books in the classics. If you read the classics, this is perfect for the English major or someone who needs access to these, these books. And it displays it beautifully. It's a free app. It's, it's really great at categorizing the different books in your um, uh, in, the, in the app, which is really important because that's the same thing that iPhone, I mean, the iBook um, store does and Amazon does. They're very good at organizing all your books, as you can see. This is a free app that does the very same thing. And it adds another place to search to find, um, so it'll save you some money in terms of books. Um, I'm always looking. I look on Amazon. I look in iBookstore. I look on Stanza. I look everywhere to find the cheapest book I can. I don't see the purpose of paying more than you have to. So that's the, uh, another uh, free app that you can load on your iPhone and your um, iPad. And, um, and then also iPod Touch, which is really not that common. It's a lot of, it seems like um, a lot of apps are just forgetting all about the iPod Touch. But if you have an iPod uh, any iOS device at 3.0 or later, Stanza is a good free app to add, and it would help you save money in terms of books. Actually, I I actually got the latest copy of Dan Brown's book, the la- the last book he came out with. Um, oh, the Lost Symbol. Yeah, yeah. I, I I got it cheaper on the Stanza than I would have on the Amazon and iOS, and uh, 
Amazon or uh, the iBookstore. I have. I'm looking at it right now. I have stands. That's one, probably one of the first things I ever downloaded, yeah. but I never really look at it. To be honest, I, I look at it because I just want to save money in books. But yeah. I I found that um, only recently have I been able to find cheaper books on Stanza, and so I started using it more often. So, but um, and then I was so 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 um, just infatuated with iBooks when they first came out that I just was constantly trying to buy things at an iBook store, and, and but I never buy, I never pay more mm-hmm. just to use use iBooks or. Just use the Kindle, which I think is a much more superior app over the iBookstore. And um, but Stanza is pretty good for the the for if, the fact that they don't have any ecosystem underneath them other than the partnerships that they have with bookstores. Amazon's a big mammoth, so it's Apple in comparison to uh, this little small company. But um, and I, I, I hope more companies like this pop up because any 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 way for me to save money on textbooks or even. Um, uh, my own reading for pleasure is a, a win-win for me, you know. So. It's very customizable. You can change the text color, the link color, yep. the opacity, the font, the font size. Yep, yep. There's a lot of... A lot of it, it's really improved since the, I, when I first got it. It was like, oh, okay, this is nice. And they gradually made it better and better. Each, oh, each. I mean, even the margins, the line spacing, the paragraph spacing. I mean, there's a yep. lot of customizations here. Now, there were some reviews complaining about it not running in 4.33. Uh, I didn't have any issues with iOS 4. I had none at all, so I, I don't know what happened with these. Maybe it's older books that they downloaded or something that didn't work or something, but I had no problems. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't Dave Brown Law Symbols. It's another book I downloaded, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you look and compare the prices, and go, what's she talking about? It's cost more. <laughs> That's it for me. Well, you know, I have always loved pages and Keynote ever since I started using them on my iMac. I just liked their interface. I thought they were just easy to use. And when they came out for the iPhone and the iPad, I was really excited. They're both $9.99. They're not, you know, they're at the higher end of the spectrum as far as, you know, apps go but not really not for they're a watered down version i should warn people of the very robust keyboard uh, excuse me keynote and uh, pages that you would have on your computer but i still use them an awful lot i love making slideshows with keynote um they it's especially for for kids that you know may not have they may only have the iPad and they may not uh, necessarily be have time to go on the computer and they need to do something for school. I just think they're very well thought out apps i i you know I know I may be in the minority I know some people are, don't like them, but I think they're I think they're very very good for what they do. I tend to use them quite a bit, so pages is think is more of the you know like the Microsoft Word app. And Keynote is more like a PowerPoint app. So for those of you that use PCs. But, you know, I think for me, I definitely have gotten my uh, $10 worth out of both of these. So there are some, I mean, when you go to documents on, on these apps, you can select different templates. So it's not as if you, um, you know, don't have templates that you can use. So they have photo letters. There's also different apps like, um, 
I think it's inspiration for pages that you can have diff- even more templates. But I think what they offer is pretty good. You can make a poster. They have vi- reports. I've used the recipe uh, template before. They have a syllabus, which I like. And then, you know, after you basically um, create your document, and you can you have some control over the layout, but you can email it. You can print it. Uh, iWork, unfortunately, is no longer, but uh, you can send it up. To, you can send it to iTunes. So there's different options there. You can also change your fonts. Uh, you can use underline and italics. Um, you you can change your font size. You can add color. So you can add bullets. They have different you know layouts. So I'm I'm actually very very happy with this app. I tend to use it quite a bit. And the same thing with Keynote. Um, when we moved to Dallas. I had taken some photos of our new home, and I just wanted to basically make a slideshow to give people an idea of how we were downsizing. And, you know, they couldn't believe I did it on the iPad. So, again, it's just a, a very nice, uh, nicely presented app. I think if people need to do some type of presentation, you can, you can you know, keep adding pages, you can change your fonts, your colors of your fonts, you can add all your photos, um, whatever type of images you want. I, th- I, just, I just happen to like both of these apps. They also have, for Keynote, what's nice is like in the, key, the, the full version of Keynote on the computer, you know how you have presenter notes. They do the same thing. At, um, they offer that as well. So you can make as many slides as you want, and you can have your hyperlinks if you want to hyperlink um, on a slideshow. I, I just like both of them. So I would highly recommend both of them if you're going to be in school and you need to do presentations or if you want to be writing out papers. You know, I think it's a nice augmentation of plain text, Elisa. Because, you know, you can basically quickly write something, you know, do your sloppy copy, as my kids used to call it, in plain text. And then you can also bring it into pages and clean it up and, you know, make it look really nice with photographs or images and different fonts. So. Yeah, I, I use both of those apps. Uh, and for pages, I generally have to convert it to, doc, uh, to Word doc, uh, which is generally not an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Keynote, what you can do, uh, because you, you still live in a PC world and they want PowerPoint, I just converted it into a QuickTime movie. You present it that way. Oh, that's uh, it works, it works just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Works just fine. I like both. And I and first thing that I bought for my iPad was the whole suite of the, you know, pages, keynote, and uh, numbers. Yeah. I didn't get numbers. And, you know, and that, again, that's like a, um, uh, that would be like a Microsoft um, Excel program because I don't really do a lot of spreadsheets, but that would be, that's another great app too. I've heard a lot of people really like numbers. So the, the ones I, I do more writing than I would do spreadsheets. So how do you like numbers? Have you used it on the iPad, Vicki, the numbers? Yeah, I use it for my accounting and my finance classes. And, uh, how do you um, like for my accounting and finance classes, uh, yeah, um, and um, I find it just so much easier to use. And even with pages and keynotes, it's their interface is just much simpler. Um, Microsoft Office is powerful, mm-hmm. and it's complicated. 
Um, I know what I need to do. It's just finding where the heck it is that right, just frustrates right. me. Um, and I generally, when I'm in the class and my instructor is going across how to do something, I don't have time to figure it out on that cell. It drives me batty. And unfortunately, uh, in most of those classes, they have different templates and things that only run on Excel. So, and then they have all these different data analysis tools that you can download as, as packs into Excel that they don't have for, for even the Mac version of Office. So those are some of the negatives. But every opportunity I had when I had to do my own presentations, I would just grab the data and pull it over into numbers and play around it with it and make it look pretty and do all my calculations there. Uh, if I had to use the data analysis tool on Excel, I do it on Excel, grab data, point it over, and my instructor would talk about how beautiful these looked, <laughs> how, how nicely it, it turned out, and how I, and I was said, "Well, this is this. I printed this out. I'm presenting this on my computer, but this is not Excel. I'm using a numbers um, because I just don't feel like dealing with trying. All I, all I want to do is just format it so it looks pretty." Mm-hmm. I've already done the work, you know, and it's just such so heavy. It's so difficult to do in Excel that it just wasn't even worth it. For instance, right. I would have to convert things into formulas so that I could explain what the, what I'm trying to do. So I want text in my Excel spreadsheet too. I don't want to go back from Word to Excel and back and forth. I just put it all in one document, and it was just so easy to have the text and the formulas. And everything I could do it on Excel, but I had to figure out how to do it. I literally had to search on that website because their help notes didn't help, uh, and found that some people had suggestions on how to do it in Excel. And then I just dropped it and said, "Let me just take all of these calculations that I did in Excel, move it up to numbers, and then I can do my presentation from there." So, and you know, I've always thought that my, you know, for some reason, and I don't consider myself that dyslexic but I have always found there's a bigger learning curve with um, with Microsoft products and I don't know why that is but the minute I started using pages in Keynote I thought wow this is so simple it's just it's just a very nice clean interface and you know the the watered down version for the iPad and the iPhone on both of those uh, applications. If you think about it, you know, the popularity of Trader Joe's is because they use the European model and that they don't give you a ton of choices when you go into that grocery store. So you're not overwhelmed as if when you're going to like a big store like, you know, Kroger or Safeway or something. But I have to say I prefer the version now on my iPad because it doesn't give me a ton of choices. I have to be creative with what I have. And I, I find I really like it. That's why I like it, I think. Sometimes too many choices is just a little overwhelming, at least for me. And the lack of choice does not mean that you've lost power or capability. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I think it makes you think a little bit more with the tools you have mm-hmm. um, and how to be creative with them. So. Yeah, but you could always create it in Word and then, I mean, I mean you know, on the Mac and then uh, update it and do your, your uh, updates yes. using the iPad. Yes, yeah. Well, with that, lovely listeners, I think we've given a nice cross-section of different choices for either you or your child who's going back to school to try to make that transition a little bit easier and more efficient uh, when using your Mac, your iPad, or your iPhone. 
And we'd love to hear what you think. What uh, what apps have you chosen to to purchase, or what do you use on an everyday basis that makes your life in school a lot easier? If um, Vicky, how would people get a hold of us if they wanted to share that information with us? Okay, you can reach us at Three Geeky Girls on Facebook and on Twitter. Really, say. really, Three Geeky. We've we've been downgraded to lady to girl. Ooh, well, I kind of like that. Oh since my god! We were talking about yeah, I like that earlier. too. I really want to be a girl again. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't want to be a lady. I want to be a girl. Yeah. I was thinking, why she interrupted me? <laughs> three Geeky, you can reach us at Facebook.com slash Three Geeky Ladies or Twitter.com slash Three Geeky Ladies or Geeky Ladies at gmail.com. <laughs> okay, I think you might have those backwards. <laughs> tell, tell the listeners. Stop drinking today we have are we are sober this is the sober three geeky ladies yes. show <laughs> three the number three geeky ladies at gmail.com and oh yeah and it is twitter.com slash geeky ladies yes sorry <laughs> the number three. i think vicky is just so excited to go back to school that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i haven't had any food i'm hungry <laughs> so am i <laughs> speaking of which and vicky if they want to get a hold of you personally um, you can reach me at theestokes at gmail.com or twitter.com slash theestokes. And Suze? Uh, for me, it's Twitter. I don't, just Suze Gilbert, one word, that's it. And without the little accent uh, aigu, just Suze Gilbert. And um, I have a website, suzegilbert.com. And I don't know how else they can find me. That's, that, that's, that's good. Or they can email me via gmail suze gilbert at gmail however they want to get a hold of me i'm there and i'm sensei die at gmail.com and twitter.com slash sensei die and all of this will be in the show notes so if you got confused about how to get a hold of us as geeky ladies it's all in the show notes we geeky love, girls geeky girls we would love to get um itunes reviews good or bad you know we want you to be honest, but not Preferably good. too honest. <laughs> but we would like some, I, uh, we'd love it if you would give us an iTunes review, a star rating, just something, you know, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. Um, just, just let us know what you think. So on that note, we are going to say goodbye, good luck at school, and uh, we will speak to you soon. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Scott, can you fix me up? Um, that might be easier said than done, but okay, who with? With John Nemo. Uh, yeah, Nemo's already married and has a grown daughter? No. I mean fix me up with a set of headphones so I can listen to Nemo's all-new app-minute podcast.